a day at the races, a night at the opera, an afternoon of podcasting. It's Tom and Matt Attack. reference Matthew it was a queen reference there we go uh, is there any reason why because you were podcasting royalty Tom Parry oh, I'm glad Matthew, to welcome you to my for, home thanks for the compliment it's been a while since I've been here it's, it has uh, yeah strangely you got a new shelf new, two, new, two shelves. new shelves exactly uh, in the kitchen where we do this podcast and yeah they are full of things as you could imagine in in a kitchen you in kitchen, a kitchen kitchen things uh, in fact I can't see it's strange that this room has no video games in it <laughs> uh, most rooms in your house have something. There is the remote control Mario Kart. There is, that. yes. Um, without a remote control, it's yeah. just Mario sat in his cart in like weird hovercraft. It's mode. that really cool one. I mean, if you had the remote control, you could have a lot of fun with that. I'm sure I could. Yeah, I, I think it's got a demo mode actually. If I were so inclined that I could put batteries in it, ah, I think yeah. it would go. You actually have to hook that up because the demo mode's attached to a temporary battery. It's yes. not like real to AA batteries really? or whatever it takes. Yeah, so you have to unhook it from the demo battery and put in regular batteries, which, you know, listeners, probably not that interested I'm very that, curious that but, you uh, know that. Yeah, that's very well, that's odd. because I own one. Oh, okay, interesting. So there you go. Uh, anyway, let's, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's been a while, actually, since we've been facing each other at a table doing a podcast. So yeah. Obviously, unfo- plenty to talk about. Yes. Unfortunately, dear dear viewers and listeners alike, uh, people who are listening to us with your ears, I was whisked away um, to a, a city called Paris right. last week for Hence work. Hence why we didn't podcast last week. Yeah, which weekend, is a bit of a shame because yeah. we were planning on doing it. I'd played some games in preparation for it and then... I, it just I, didn't work out. Our got, schedules didn't, you know... Well, it was such a busy schedules people clashed. Paris. And, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was a weird thing that I had to go somewhere last minute for work and so... Unfortunately, the podcast fell through. Otherwise, we would have done it earlier in the week. But mm, I only found yes. out Friday that I needed to be in Paris. It is Sunday. what it is. It is. Yeah. How have you been, though? <laughs> Fine, I can't complain. I've actually had a chance to play some things, so it's probably a blessing that it's been a couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, you were saying, though, the other week, you'd played a bit of stuff. You had plenty to talk about. I hadn't, I hadn't played so much, really. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, it's kind of an interesting thing because I played several games before. Mm the last week's podcast in preparation for it. And yet only like one of those games I'd played for last time's podcast actually stuck in my head. And okay, so, what was that? Uh, it's a game called Florence, actually. Um, not heard of this. It is It is a mobile application. Oh, not often we talk about mobile games. No, but um, I will just load it up now because it, it is not that really a an in-depth thing. It's uh, by a studio called Annapura Interactive and collaboration with another illustration studio called Mountains. And... The nicest way to say... Oh, it looks it, like a storybook. It is very much um, almost like an interactive comic with gameplay elements uh, to it. Is it French? Uh, no, I don't okay. think it is. It I, think a bit it, I think it's American, but I could be wrong on that. So there's there's lots of like interactive comic book panels so. that you tap and they tell a story okay, going so through it. Okay, so it's an interactive comic. Yeah, almost. There are some more gameplay stuff to it. There's some little fun things. Like I'm showing Tom now you know I'm brushing what? teeth by pulling it back and forth. Heavy rain. <laughs> yes, but actually, to be honest with you, I kind of prefer it to heavy rain because there's lots of uh, commentary perhaps on like society. Oh, great. Yeah. Also, just life in is, general is this as you game? go through it. Or is this an interactive experience? I would say so because, I'm, as you will see in a moment, as I click through, you're liking I'm, I'm things liking on your and phone retweeting some things on my phone traveling as the time goes by. To work. You start getting things like this that are just like simple you're in the matching office. games. And you're you're going, doing okay. some things with numbers. Adding these things My together. least favorite thing to do in the office. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, <laughs> it's showing the life in the, the day of this character called Florence. Through and her phone, which phone. is actually a phone within a phone yeah, right and now. Yeah, you can actually hang up the phone. I suggest looking this up, maybe. And your mother will keep um, bringing you, and it ends up going through a thing of you talking with your mother it's, and dialogue options. Okay, well, is your mother uh, Japanese? Chinese. Chinese. I would assume from Sorry. the characters oh, used. Apologies. Um, and so you just tap away, and all of them are like, I'm sure busy, or I'm fine, I am 
positive. Well, yeah, you do study Japanese. So. Yes. Uh, Sushi yeah, is Japanese, so. Oh. Well. Doesn't matter. Anyways, oh, dear. Doesn't matter. Anyways, I don't know kanji in my defense. It goes through, and then eventually, like, after showing the day in the life of this person, you She's brushing her teeth at the end of the day. Now, Matt has shown me practically a day in the life of his character. I have. And so you get there, and it goes from there. You you meet a a guy, and he talks about their relationship, and there's lots of things with the dialogue options between the girl and the boy, and essentially to make... to Literally to picture the right thing to say, you're not constructing sentences. You're literally putting pieces of a little speech bubble together and then when you put them together obviously it's the right thing to say and then they reply and then you have like other bits of garbled speech that you need to put together delightful it is is a very heartfelt and very nice thing experience last i would say i think it's just shy of an hour really Uh, yeah yeah can you come back to it can you play a little bit and come back to it later you have to just sit there and do the whole thing i think you can put it down and come back to it later to be honest with you i played it all in one sitting maybe an hour's generous maybe it's more towards like half an hour 45 minutes but it it was like 20 kroner on the app store i heard good things about it and i was like okay i want to experience that this is available on ios android um i believe also steam maybe but i think the best way to play it for me well to me it seems perfect for a touchscreen device yes yeah maybe maybe a switch mm-hmm. game it could maybe very Let's cheap see how it goes. switch game talking of very cheap switch games i picked up raging justice finally raging justice which is a side-scrolling beat-em-up okay yeah you not heard of this game um uh, no it doesn't ring a bell but okay, that again so i've been in a whirlwind this week you know it's typical of old school side-scrollers like final fighter streets of rage but yeah. it actually has some cool mechanics and i think i've seen this somewhere else before but i can't recall where but um when you get the enemy down to just a sliver of health you yeah. can arrest them Ha, huh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of cool. There's also a way to dodge attacks. If you double tap up or double tap down, you can dodge an enemy's attack. Right. It's actually one of the most innovative side-scrollers I've ever played. We have we may have covered it on Blast Process. This is a uh, very fun art style. It almost feels like claymation. It looks a lot like Killer Instinct. Yes, it does. Um, it's got a lot of innovation for a game of this genre. And it's a lot of fun. It's very satisfying. Uh Great weapons, power-ups. Uh, I think you get power-ups if you arrest people. You know, it's okay. a way of getting, like, health uh, upgrades and such. You know? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a really cool game. I'd recommend it. It's on offer in the eShop at the moment. Uh, just uh, maybe three ninety nine or something okay. like that. I, I managed to get a slight discount. That's Of course, that's a nice bonus of the eShop. You get this Nintendo Point thing. Mm-hmm. So I wish they implemented something like that on the other consoles because... To reward people who uh, buy lots. I know there's something with Xbox, isn't there? There's some reward scheme, but yes, it seems overly complex to me. And unless you spend time doing something online and filling in surveys, I think you don't really get anything back. No, you don't. Uh, whereas with Nintendo, if you just spend money, you get... You get stuff, yeah. You get money off. Yeah, it was actually, like I said uh, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I, I was playing uh, Read Only Memories uh, 2069, and I got yeah, that right. virtually for, ch- for free because so of that. don't forget to uh, register your cartridges. If you buy a physical game, um, you can usually uh, claim points for that. You can, by yeah. jumping into some menu and claiming You press the start button on them, it pulls up the little pop-up to the side, and then so you can on. click redeem points. So if you haven't been doing that, you might be able to get a free game out of it. Yeah, um, especially if you've never done that, because... Yeah, if you've it, never done it, you At launch, the points worked a bit differently, and to be honest with you, if you kind of were an early adopter of the Switch, like I was myself, you actually kind of got a bit hard done by because mm. the points didn't translate the way they do now, mm. which is a bit of a shame. But there we go. Yeah. Fortunately, I didn't buy too much around the launch of the Switch, just mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. So Very cool. Um, as far as other Switch games go, I've been playing a lot of Horizon Chase Turbo, okay. which is, I don't know if we mentioned it before, it's like Outrun. Yeah, you might, I think you did mention it. Very. It's my go-to pick-up-and-play game now. It's Okay. If you've played Outrun, if you've played... Hang on, or any similar games to that, then you'll know exactly what this is. Yeah. And it handles incredibly well. There's quite a lot of challenge there. Uh, I only tend to finish third in races. So I think 
you have to go back to the races later once you've upgraded your vehicles. So yeah. You pick up like points every time you do a race. Okay. And then you can upgrade your cars and maybe go back and do the harder ones. And then if you haven't got enough points, you can't unlock the next section without going back and, you know, getting a higher yeah. uh, place. If you like that kind of thing, then this is the purest, perfect example of that kind of arcade racer I think you can get. There's not a lot of variety in the vehicles, at least not the stage I'm at in the game. Yeah. Uh, but the core gameplay is so strong, I don't think that will bother you. Also, the uh, aesthetic of the levels is very retro Sega. Okay. So anybody who has a nostalgia for old Sega arcade games or just old Sega design in general yeah, will appreciate it. It's really good. It's, it's also available on um, Android. Yes. Uh, but uh, this this is a turbo version on the Switch. I think you can get it on PS4 and Xbox One as well. Okay. Um, so I don't know if that sounds like something you're alley because you're not a big fan of uh, racing games. I'm not a big fan of racing games, but I do kind of like Outrun-style yeah. arcade ones. Yeah, you might like to try it. How much it. is it? Ooh, how much is it? It was on offer when I bought it. Okay. And this was actually a few weeks ago now. I just never mentioned it. Uh I can't remember, to be totally honest with you. Roughly, I think about twelve pound. Okay, fair enough. Okay, maybe so, I'll keep an eye out. So, so it's, when it, it comes may be a sale. little bit too pricey for Matthew Boyle, mm -hmm. but uh, I'll let you have a go. See what you think. Okay, fair mm -hmm. enough. Maybe I'll give it a go. Mm -hmm. Anything yeah. else that you've been playing? Matt? Um, I I went to the library. Uh, because I'm very much aware that I, I've been playing naught but Apex Legends uh, over the last couple of weeks. That has been my Which dip we've in and covered out game. In some we have. Uh, unfortunately, the battle pass that was supposed to drop, rumoured to have been out on the 12th of March, uh, didn't materialise despite it coming on the the origin store on PC with a new character called Octane. Seems to be about a tenner, which I'm more than happy to pay, to be honest with you. I've played that game a hell of a lot and I've not really sunk any money into it other than the the 37 kroner like starter pack thing so as much as i've played that game i'm like okay i'm willing to give you guys a tenner and see how it goes mm. um i got some wins yesterday i'm getting good at that game i got like six of them That's so it. practice makes perfect exactly um but it, it it seems now more and more i drop into that game the more and more i'm able to quickly run around and do some stuff it's good uh, but aware of this, I was like, okay, I I want to play something a bit different. I want to maybe mix it up a little bit, especially for the sake of the podcast, so I don't just talk about Apex. Went to the library. I was having a look around. There was some weird, like, plane simulator game uh, of a pa of a, a like a model, uh, like an RC helicopter simulator. Oh. I know those games are out on the PS2 and stuff, but it was one of those, but a play uh, like a helicopter plane simulator thing. Okay. Unfortunately, it wasn't there. What I did pick up was Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn, which is what I wanted to play before this podcast. Which is it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up, It is a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah. yeah, actually, you're talking about... Um, Raging Justice. Raging Justice was the thing that reminded me that I've got that in my bag and I haven't tried it out. What I did pick up and try out, though, was Dead Cells again. Um, I talked about it on the podcast. I got it out of the library a couple of weeks ago to see what it was about. Dead Cells, a critically acclaimed game. Critically acclaimed game. And I will say, seems like it's worthy of the hype. However... Mm. I have played many of this type of roguelike running through slashing things game that have felt this good. And so I'm, I'm very reluctant to throw myself headlong into it because I don't know if that's the kind of game I'm looking for at the moment. Which is Have a bit you of a played shame. enough for that? I, I only played it. I literally played it for like an hour or so before you came here. And I'm like, okay, cool. I have a feel of this game. I understand what this game is. Well, you've played similar games recently. Uh, I mean, last year I played Hollow Knight uh, at Nauseam. I've played things like Rogue Legacy in the past. Um, hmm. I don't know. This kind of roguelike, slightly Metroidvania style thing. Maybe it doesn't have as much appeal for me the the third time round in mm. less than a year. Yeah. Which is a shame, because it is a very good game. So I would honestly say to you, hey, if you are looking for something that's just a, hey, just one more go tile game, and you do like Hollow Knight, if you don't feel you're burned out on that, maybe give this a go. What, like, what makes it unique to me is how smooth the combat is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, very satisfying. Very quick. It feels like it's all like get through it quite quickly feel they, it's not is, a slow Hollow Knight's a very slow paced game this feels very different to that well funny you should mention that because something mm. you I don't think you noticed was there's actually a timer of ah. you going between bits of the level yeah and so 
uh, at the end of every like main bit of the stage where mm. it would traditionally be in a, a regular video game, a just like end of level one, mm. you have a small like rest area where you can power up your weapons and things for your next run. And there, there are special doors that are locked unless you manage to get there in two minutes. And then there's even one for 30 seconds, which I can't even imagine the speed you have to move through those levels to do that. Yeah. Um, all in all, it's a very good game. As you say, like the combat is fast and rewarding. I did find myself liking certain uh, power-ups. And then I was like, oh, great. Now I've got to play with this shitty sword again. Why can't I have the, the electric whip that I've been using the entire thing? Hmm. So... There is some things that I don't necessarily like about it as a roguelike. Mm. Just, I would wish you could keep at least a base weapon, but there we go. Okay. Seemed all right. Uh, if you see it cheap, I would recommend picking it up if you think that's going to be it's a It's available bag. on everything, isn't it? It is, now? yeah. Yeah. So, good game. But I won't be playing more of it, unfortunately. Uh, do you like golf? Um, it's a bit of a loaded question, really. <laughs> I've been playing a bit of Golf Story. Okay. Picked this up ages ago. I only played it in multiplayer a couple of times, but I actually went into the, the meat of the game, which mm -hmm. is its story mode, as the title might yes. uh, uh, give you any some clues. Uh, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's got a great sense of humour. Uh, we didn't talk about it, did we? I've, I think I've been talking about someone else. Not yeah. to you, Matthew. You've not heard me talk about Golf Story yet, have you? Um, no, I have not, you have. Okay, I've heard nothing but go about Golf Story other than... It's perhaps very reminiscent of the Camelot-esque Mario Golf games. For the Game Boy Color. For the Game Boy Color. Mm. And then that there's also a bit of Earthbound and maybe a bit of Undertale mashed in there. Mm. For I the haven't Hemer found anything too far out so far. Okay. But the art direction, you say. Yes, I can. It's a bit, it looks like Earthbound. I hear it gets there, Tom. I hear Does it? it? Gets I, far I can out. imagine it getting pretty far out. Uh, there's a lot of colorful characters that you meet along the way. Uh, basically, you know, you, this, the backstory is your father was a really famous golfer, and yes. you, you, as a child, you learnt about golf from your father. Yes. And now you seem to be—I don't know if your father's passed away. I can't remember now, or, or you're definitely a bit more distant from your father, and you're making okay. your own uh, golf uh, career. Mm -hmm. And you, you go to this area where you start talking to people and they keep telling you you're no good, you'll never make it, but uh, you do various golf-based challenges. Yes. What's unique is you can tee off anywhere on the map. Mm -hmm. So you can activate switches and things. But then there's actual golf games within that. You'll, you'll meet someone who will challenge you to, you know, um, a series of holes and... Uh, yeah, it's incredibly satisfying to play. It's little challenges along the way as well. And the dialogue and the story keep you interested. Mm -hmm. Pretty standard stuff, I guess, as I explain it to you. It's, but it's, it's a presentation and it's the, the charm of the game. And if you enjoy golf games, you like playing Mario Golf. Yes, I do like Mario Golf. Then this is like playing Mario Golf with an Earthbound-like uh, design. Like you, like you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You probably get some enjoyment out of it, but it would really hinge on you enjoying that golf-based gameplay. Yeah. And other funny things, like sometimes there's little hazards on the golf course. This is quite unique. I think they're like, I can't remember what they are, some little animals. So if you, there's like a radius, and if you hit okay. it close to the animal, the animal will go and move, like a mole, go okay. and move the golf ball. So it's not serious golf. It's very much arcade-style golf. That that smells like Ribbit King, Tom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Elements of Ribbit King. Elements of Ribbit King, my yeah. favourite JRPG. There you go. So I can recommend that. I mean, that's not a new game by any means. It's just one that I've started playing recently. Yes, but we're a bit late to the party on some of these. Oh, very late to the party on that one, yeah. My man, Dead Cells also. So that yeah. literally came out this time last year. But you, just, you don't have to play these games as soon as they come out. You don't, you no. know. I don't know how who can play all these games as they come out unless you're reviewing games and getting given review copies or whatever. Yes, Unless you are Matt Boyle 2017 trying to buy every game that under the sun. came out. No, I, I can't do that. I, there's there's not enough time in the day, unfortunately, especially not now, I feel. And you notice we're not talking about sprawling epics, are we? We're not talking about God of War here. 
No, um, well, to be honest with you, I was like very that. tempted. Or Horizon Zero Dawn, which I haven't touched for weeks. Well, I mean, if Tomb Raider does anything to go by that original 2016 <laughs> game, you're going to be playing that for a long, long time, I think. Oh, I get value for money. You do. Um, no, I was going to pick up Double May Cry this weekend. Um, really? Because I, I do like the Devil May Cry games. Uh, it, is, it has been on my radar. I've heard nothing but good things about it. And so I was like... I should pick up Devil May Cry. Mm. And then I realized, oh, actually, uh, the Devil May Cry HD collection was available at some point in the the past it couple was. of months on the PlayStation. So, was it? Yeah. PlayStation Plus? I think it was on the PlayStation Plus for the PlayStation 3, yeah. And so. Oh, the 3? Yeah. It's, it's also on 4. Yes, I know it is, but I, it was available at some point. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to go, go back, back and play and the first play the game. And then maybe by the time I get back up to speed, it'll be a bit cheaper. However, I think it looks really cool. I have to say, I played the demo. Yeah, I have it. not. I played the demo and lost interest halfway through. Oh, really? Uh, That's a shame. I don't know what that says about me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I can't bother. <laughs> well, no. To be honest, with you, the thing that stopped me buying it because I literally had it in my hand and was like, oh, bugger it, go on. I didn't actually spend that much on video games in Paris as I thought I was going to. It looked like you did. You got quite a few Game I Boy got, games. I got, I got some bargains. Tom, I'll get into those in a second. Um, I literally had it in my hand and then I looked up to see if there was like any fancier editions of it and then I realised oh Sekiro's out next week never mind Devil May Cry I'm okay. sorry okay yeah you want to try this I, uh, brand I, new IP yes um, well I mean it, essentially the modern day iteration of the Tenchu Stealth Assassin games which I bloody loved mm. so I like Tenchu I like that period of Japanese history I also kind of like Dark Souls, mm. so let's see how that goes. How about Resi 2? Did you get any further I have been playing some Resi yeah. 2 this morning. Um, I beat the first boss. I shall not give spoilers, but this is the first time. See, my wife, Tom Parry, she does not like horror, and no. so I have very limited windows of time where I can actually sit down and play something well, where I'm going to get... to watch you play it. Well, she will, though, and then <laughs> she she will literally have nightmares. So, unfortunately, I cannot really play a game where I'm having my throat ripped out by a zombie. Yeah, I guess it gets pretty graphic. And it does. Um, terrifying places. But I, I've been playing it again this morning. Uh, it is very good. I, that sense of, whoa, when zombies bust through the windows is still there. I know where I'm going because I've... I, slight spoiler for a, a game that's 20 years old. Uh, I've gone under the police station... Mm. So, crocodiles not yet oh. but um under the under spiders there, not yet uh, i fought i fought the tyrant for the first oh. time uh, i yes i'm not going to say any more than that just in case people haven't played it i fought a tyrant for the first time and then i've wandered around i've seen a mysterious lady i wonder who she could be tom parry and yeah, let's see what happens. I know that I'm have to go through the kennels, Tom, but so, I don't want to go through so you've the kennels. Got that little go with you now. No, I don't because I'm not playing as Claire. I'm playing as Liam. Oh, sorry. Right. Um, yeah, see, I don't know it as well. I've only probably played through as Claire then. Potentially. Well, not played through. Played. Yes. Played a little bit of it <laughs> when, no, I'm all right. Up until that point, yeah. No, I killed a liquor. Um, mm. I killed two, actually. Uh, so yeah, yeah. they well, are. in the interrogation room, isn't that They're. The they're. Yes, they're in different places in this game. Oh, though. Right. So, like, there's the point where you go on that upstairs corridor in Resi 2 original where, like, Leon sees the blood dripping from the ceiling. There's just a guy hanging. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, there's a liquor. Oh, it's God. full of moments like that, isn't yes. it, Resi 2, that you remember they stick with you. Yes, mm. for sure. Um, so I've, I've gone under the, the station. I've fought the tyrant. And now... I am going to go, as I said, I'm going to go through the bloody kennels, which is my, I I don't know why. I'm scared a, of dogs. Perfectly rational adult, Tom Parry. It's 20 years later, but I hate the dogs in Resident Evil. Yeah. It's just I, I something it's about any them that puts the fear at me. The way they implement dogs in games like that is quite scary. If a dog is attacking you in a video game, it's yes. quite a traumatic experience. Yes, especially it, when they got half your face missing. As yeah. well, you get attacked by dogs and yeah. you feel like you can't do as much against them because they're smaller and more yeah. awkward to attack. Yeah, but it's a good game. I'm getting into it. Speaking of getting attacked by dogs. Uh, Call of Duty as well. Yeah. Dogs. Yes, there oh, are dogs in Call gosh. of Duty. Black Ops. Yes. Dogs. Yeah. 
I've been playing um, one of the games I brought back from Paris. Uh, so, long-time listeners of the podcast will know. We talked about it when I went there last year. Paris has very good retro game shops. You should, if you are on the lookout uh, for somewhere you can go that's quite romantic, has a lot of history, and you can buy some <laughs> video games, Paris might be the answer to that. Went there again, uh, went up and down uh, Rue Voltaire, where all of the video game shops are, looking for some very specific things that I knew were going to be a pain in the ass to buy. Did you use your French? Uh, no, I have no French. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can say merci, au revoir, and uh, oui. Au revoir, oui, merci. Um, bonjour. Bonjour. I can say bonjour, I can say bonsoir. I can, I can do those bits. Anyways, walked around... Uh, the specific game I wanted to get a hold of, which I actually managed, was the Konami Collection Volume 4. I saw that. Yes, it is you there. Have that. I have it. I own it. And it didn't cost me the arm and a leg. It is currently going for an eBay. So I foolishly, uh, once upon a time, I could have bought all of the Konami uh, Collection games boxed for about £5 each. Uh, and this was not that long ago. Mm. And I was like, I should do that. And I was like, oh, I don't want box games. Box games are a hassle, blah, 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 blah. And slowly they but are surely, a bit though, aren't they? they are. Yeah, slowly but surely, space. I've ended up having the first three boxed, anyways, just because they've come very cheap. Or I've seen I didn't get the first version boxed because one and four both have Castlevania games in them, which are generally make them a bit more pricey than the other two in the collection. Which Castlevania games? Um, Castlevania Adventure is in the first one. The first Konami collection. If you're looking to pick up a Game Boy Color game, that is. Very good value for money is the first Konami collection. It's got the first of the Gradius games. It's got Nemesis, i.e. the first mm. Nemesis game. Um, Contra. Mm. So Super C is in there. Put a lot of good ones on that first. Castlevania Adventure. And then... Isn't Castlevania is 2 better? 2 is much better. I remember you saying this yes. to me. Yeah. Castlevania Adventure. Is, is that it... on any of them? It, it is it's on the fourth one uh, and so it is the last of them to be released it is the rarest and it has perhaps the most sought after game as a part of that collection as well as two games that actually didn't come out in the rest of the world actually it's the only place you can get there's a weird train game that's in there that was only for japanese markets they bother to localize for europe and there's also a, an english port of uh, i think penguin land it's another oh. game. Yeah. Mm. There are two games in there that yeah, are only exclusive. Yeah, I know exclusive. Penguin Land. Isn't that one we have the two penguins yes. and you have to make them meet? Yes. Is that right? Yes. They're in a maze. You're going down. And you control... It's a Sega game. Hmm, maybe that's a different one. I'm talking about a Famicom game where there's two penguins and they move exactly the same depending yeah. on how you move. And you have to make the meat at the other end of the maze. I, no, that is not this what game. Then thing? I don't know. Maybe that is the game that's on you because there is Penguin Land. That is I'm, a Konami game. Then it is probably that one because Penguin Land is one where you are literally going from the top of the screen, kind of elevator action style, trying to make your way down to the bottom right hand corner. Is it? Yeah, but I don't think that's the one on this collection. What's this I haven't one played called? it. Um, Konami Collection Volume 4 is called Antarctic Adventure. I don't know that one. I think it is the one you are talking about. Anyways, oh. doesn't matter. It's a game <laughs> with a penguin in it. This that penguin's appeared <laughs> in a few games. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this game was... Parodius. Yes. This game is very expensive, generally speaking. Um, before I went to Paris, I saw a couple of box copies go for... Between 100 and 400 pounds, depending on the condition of them. No, Matthew. Yes. Uh, and then I picked it up for 15 euro, so I was pretty happy. But boxed, you no, said? No, just a cartridge. A cartridge for 400 pounds? Uh, no, boxed. Boxed for 400 pounds, but cartridges are there going for about 50, 60 quid. There can be such a difference, can't there, between they can. boxed and loose? They can, yeah. but the cartridges are going for a lot of money. Um, yeah, just to briefly rattle off the other ones as well. It's a generally it's a good collection, man. Like the whole thing. So it's Gradius, uh, Castlevania: The Adventure, F1 Spirit, and uh, Contra on the, the, first, the first volume. One. Then you've got Pop and Twimby, uh, Mystical Ninja starring Goemon, Motocross Maniacs, and Gutag oh. Gotten, which is Maniacs. Was that um, included in the top? 10 Game Boy games on... It was on um, Maximum Power Up Podcast that I was on. That's yes. the one, yes. yes uh, check that out. You should. Uh, volume 3 has then got uh, Gradius 2, 
Oh, yeah, actually, sorry. Another weird caveat to this is they released these collections in Japan mm. as grey Game Boy Color carts. And then when they brought them to Europe, they expanded them with color elements. So the European version right. ones are the better ones to get. They're on black cartridges, so they work in the tr- classic Game Boy and mm. on the Game Boy Color one. Volume 4 uh, is, yeah, so get this, right? This is why this game is quite expensive. It's got uh, Gradius 2 Return of the Hero on Nemesis 2, as it's known in Europe. Castlevania 2 Burman's Revenged. Uh, Ye Are Kung Fu, which is exclusive to this collection. And uh, also this Antarctic Adventure game. And then you've got on the other volume, it's uh, Proteus, Quarth, Track and Field, and Frogger. Is that five? Uh, that's the fourth one. Oh, oh. But in fourth one in Japan, to second one in Europe. Oh, oh I don't get confused. confused. Four and one are the ones to get. Lots of Konami yes, games. Yes, lots of good Konami games in colour. I have a prices. Konami games compilation on the Game Boy Advance. Yes. Which includes that, Russian Attack. Yes, is that, right? that is the arcade one, right? That goes by another name sometimes, doesn't it? Yes, it does, because it's got a different name in Europe compared to America. Konami yeah. like doing this. Yeah, yeah. It's got, I think, a Frogger on there, perhaps. And, yeah. Uh, maybe one of them Kung Fu games. Maybe like the ER Kung Fu's on that. I think so. Advanced, Konami Advanced Collection. Yes. Mm. Anyways, it's been a while. I I literally have not opened mine. I managed to get a sealed copy, and then I realised how much that game was worth boxed. And then, oh well, I'll keep it in there. Um, yeah, it's got Frogger, Time Pilot, uh, Gyrus, uh, Scramble, which is Russian Attack. And what else is on here? I can't see. The font choices are terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kung Fu is on there. You are right. There you go. Wow, my memory serves me right for once. Yeah. And Time Pilot, which I'm not too familiar with. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Good collections Konami puts out. But yeah, other than that, I picked up a few other bits. Um, the only one really worth mentioning on this podcast, I think... I was looking for the Mega Man Extreme games as well, because they are also getting... Is that Mega Man X? That is Mega, that is Mega Man X, mm. in inverted commas, but like it's because the Super Nintendo games were just coming out in Europe by that point. They thought, okay, we'll make some Game Boy Color games as well that really? tie into this, mm. yeah. They're supposed to be all right. Not as good as the regular Game Boy versions because they're done by a third-party studio. But, yeah, I'll, I'll play them when I get them, but I didn't get them. What I did get, Tom, oh. was a game from Kemco uh, based on the Catwoman license. And yeah, not based on the movie, though, was not it? Not based on no. the movie at all. It's based on the character from the comics. Uh, you play as Selina Kyle, and you are sent on the first mission to collect a crystal skull from a museum. Nothing to do with Indiana Jones. No. And, yeah, it's a weird, like, stealth action game that could have been very good. However, it's a bit lacking. Okay. So you you play as Catwoman. It's all about stealth. So you can, like, back yourself up against the wall and hide. You can use your whip to swing. You have a double jump, so you can jump at a wall and bounce off walls and do oh, some cool fine, things. Sounds good. However, the controls are really stilted and the level design's terrible. Mm. Not everyone can make a good game. No, they can't, <laughs> unfortunately. Um so, for example, with the jump mechanics, when you jump, you can only... It's one of these games where you can't move in the air, so you can mm. only jump up. We're really spoiled now, aren't we, with video games? Yes. Because most things that get released, say, on the virtual console... Not for, what am I saying? Nintendo eShop or whatever. Usually, they're pretty good. Yes. Yeah, even Crocs World. Yes. Oh, Game of the Year, potentially, <laughs> 2019. No, it's... It's really awkward. Like, it's really sad because I was couldn't figure out how to consistently pull off these things that should be straightforward. Like, the whip mechanic of you, like, being able to traverse along the ceiling mm. by Catwoman, like, whipping invisible holds was pretty cool. Doing the, the jump off the wall meant that I had to, like, jump next to a wall and try, hope that I managed to get it in the bit where it was coming out of the jump animation and I could click A into the side and she'd bounce off. There was some really finickiness to it. Okay. However, the music... The level layout of the museum as well, there's no map, is just atrocious because there's no wayfinding. It's crap. It just all looks the same. And so you have no idea where you've been and where you've not been because enemies mm. also respawn when you go out of the room. Uh-huh. And so it just it felt very clunky and very awkward. I played it for about 10 minutes. I was like, okay, actually, you know what? I'm good. It's a bit of a shame because it doesn't look that bad. It's got some cool ideas to it. It's just it's not. Is this something good. you do a video on, or is it that painful to play? You probably wouldn't want to. I don't know. I think I need to give it a bit more time and a bit more research, to be honest. Yeah. 
But nah. not everything's worthy of a boy graphic video. No, especially these days where I feel I have less and less time to do them. So yeah, yeah. so it goes. That's that's fair enough, Matthew. Yeah. Been buying them, playing them. I've bought a few games and actually I had a I went on a spending spree and bought a load of games. Right. Modern games. Modern games? Yeah. Call it modern games or No. No, no, no. I bought uh, a game that I've been wanting to get for a while and we're waiting for it to go down in price is uh, Gravel, which is an arcade-style uh, off-road racer. Okay. Similar to the Sega Rally series. Right. Uh, it's been out a while ago now. It's come down to like the £12 mark for a box copy. Okay. Well, box copy, of course. It's a disc-based game. Of course, it's going yes. to be a box copy. <laughs> it could be a download. <laughs> no, yes. Yeah. So uh, I got that and I got the Crew 2. Oh, was man, open I, world, I hear that uh, game's terrible. Well, I fancied it because it was an open world racer, you oh. know, and uh, having enjoyed Burnout Paradise recently, I wanted something that was a little bit more like uh, Forza Horizon for the P PlayStation. Right, okay. So I thought I'd give that a crack because I'd seen a few trailers of it and it was cheap enough. Yeah. So I thought I'd, I'd pick it up. I wasn't incredibly confident <laughs> in that, but uh, I fancied it. And yet you still paid money for it. I did. And uh, Spyro, yeah, uh, trilogy. I hear that's really good. Yeah, <laughs> got that on the Xbox. Mm. Um, wow. Well, why not? Well, it, it's space. It really is. I know. I because I tried to buy hard drive recently. Didn't have my PS4, but the yeah, they never sent it to me and refunded me. And then I didn't buy another one because I couldn't find another one cheap enough. So okay, fair there enough. you go. So bought that on Xbox. And the other game I think in that little bundle that I bought was South Park Fractured. Put hole on yes. the um, Switch because it's come down to around twenty pound yes. mark. So I thought it was pretty good. I know it's cheaper on other consoles, but I thought probably more likely to play it on the. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's where I've gone. So, like any time I go to the library, it's available for the other consoles. And I picked it up for the Switch. I installed it, and then I never played it. Yeah. So, so you actually intend on playing that? I I will eventually. As so. with all these games, and and also I picked up Dead or Alive Five. So yes, yeah, I bought a few games recently. You didn't have Dead or Alive. Oh, you mean Dead or Alive oh, Six? Oh, I meant Six. You realise that sorry. the free version of Dead or Alive Six came out. Yeah, yeah, today as well. I heard that. Also, I, well, I, want, yesterday. I don't want a free one. I want all the characters. I mean, I'm only going to play a certain characters. So I was just actually thinking about getting it and then just going, okay, cool. Maybe I'll just buy Ayn and then just get good with Ayn if she's not already included. Really? And then. Nah. Now I, I, I was always sat and getting the uh, full version of that game I think on the I Xbox. Will. Oh, Tom Parry, yeah, yep. keeping it nostalgic. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was gonna, I was thinking about picking it up. Like I said, while I was there yesterday, I was looking at that, and then I was looking at um, Devil May Cry, and then Sekiro. Unfortunately, Tom Parry, I may, I've asked uh, one of my colleagues who happens to be in China at the moment to maybe pull the the trigger on a purchase that I had no intention of buying a Japanese language version of. However, have you seen the news uh, that potentially uh, means that Judge Eyes may not come out in English? Oh, I think that's kind of ridiculous. Yes, uh, no, Why does it affect this English release? So, if it, what we're talking about the same thing, the yes, actor who's an been actor who has been uh, ejected so, right, but, from the game. The game isn't on sale anymore because they're making changes to the game to, yes. to re-record all his audio. So there's a, a guy called actor and musician. I'll read the Kotaku story. Actor and musician uh, Pieri Taki, who voices Yakuza uh, Kyo Samura in Judgment, or Judge Eyes, as is known in Japan, has been arrested for alleged illegal drug use. So I heard he had a small bit of cocaine. Yes. And he's been arrested because of the, the, the very, well, yes, an, an illegal drug. So, but they're very strict on it over in Japan. They so are the, incredibly the point strict over in Japan. They, <laughs> I do not get it, honestly. I think, what about David Bowie? He did mountains of cocaine. Yes. <laughs> You're not taking well, David Bowie records off so the sale because he did a, an illegal drug. The thing is, though, Tom Parry, like, drugs are so, so strictly monitored yeah. in Japan. Um, and, like, the only way to get a hold of drugs, from what I understand, reading some other articles around this on also Kotaku or at least the Kaninja things, was saying, like, the only ways you can get drugs are essentially through Yakuza or organized crime. So generally speaking, once you've taken drugs in Japan, it generally links you to nefarious elements. Obviously, they want to also not 
kind of have people who are in the public spotlight, especially if you're sending them abroad to do things, to be visible. So when essentially you get caught for drugs, you are essentially erased from like record. I think uh, Paul McCartney got in big trouble in Japan for having marijuana. Probably. On him. Um, he, is, he was arrested. Yeah. Well, I mean, usually, yeah, like, these, I, things, I mean, like, these things happen. When they happen to people who are coming from abroad, you know, they're, they're hushed up and they, mm. they're quieted away. But in cases like this, where it's a high profile uh, Japanese actor, they, they essentially, there is no. There's nothing done about it other than they just. Everything they work on is pulled from shelves. Like, he's even. It's even been talked about apparently he's in Kingdom Hearts 3 because he's the Japanese voice of Olaf in um, the Frozen movies. And so Disney is saying we are replacing him in Frozen 2. Um, They're probably going to patch him out of Kingdom Hearts now. Unfortunately for Judge Eyes. You can't just delete people. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, man. Japan has a long history of doing this. Any, like, idols and stuff have been erased. I heard that in that same Kotaku article, they were talking about a music video that Studio Ghibli did um, for for a group. Yes. uh, Which is an incredible piece of animation. Really good. Uh, I forget what it's called now. On Your Mark, I think it's called. I haven't seen it. Yeah, On Your Mark, right. And that is a great thing that's quite difficult to get hold of, especially in the reasonable quality, I think. Yeah. And it had been deleted from a Japanese uh, Blu-ray Ghibli collection mm-hmm. now because of one of the people in the band had been involved with yeah. drugs somewhere down along the lines. So when it starts affecting the rest of the art surrounding it as well... Yes. It, Mm. It's a bit nuts. It is a bit nuts. It's too much. It's a, yeah, but it, it's say. also just like um, Sega issued a statement stating the truth had been confirmed. It was going to stop selling Judgment. Uh, it's both their re- retail and digital versions. It's been yanked from the PS4 store. You can't buy it digitally in Japan yeah. anymore. Mm. Um, Sega apologized for any trouble they caused, adding it was considered what next steps to take. The guy is literally like in the game. It's not like they can just replace the, the no, voiceover because it's, it's his likeness also. Um, so I literally, I looked at eBay, Japanese prices of this game have skyrocketed. Oh yeah, because it's never going to be Because it's never going to be on sale again in the form it is. And so I, I asked one of my colleagues who happens to be in China at the moment, I was like, Hey, if you've got time, can you keep an eye out for this for me? So I'll see. Cause I'm, I honestly, the only reason I hadn't already imported it Mm. is because I was like, well, it's coming out in June anyway. It's fine. I'll just wait for the English one. Yeah. I mean, whether or not this actor being in the game is really game changing, and uh, it's mean, probably he's probably very good in it. I I assume. Yeah. Uh, will you know really playing the English version yeah. after he'd been taken out of it? Yeah. If he really had a major impact on the way the game. Well, I mean, out. he is he is a central character to it. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, and probably a very very good um, actor and performer. And yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's also like the you've. You've played Yakuza. Did you play Yakuza played... Six at all? Did you ever I play the demo? Did you ever play the best game in the Yakuza series, known as Yakuza Four? No, not Four. Oh, Tom Barry. No, no. I need to play Yakuza Four. Um, one of the main characters in that is played by an actor called uh, Haruki Narimiya, and he was trumped up on similar charges after the release of Yakuza Four. Mm. And they didn't pull him from the game. Mm. However, he well, that's has... that's a sensible thing to do. Yeah, but I mean, like, by that point, the game had been out for yeah. a year or so. It wasn't, like, impending release in the West. Yeah, it had, yeah, it had yeah. come and gone. However, uh, much like characters from Yakuza 4 are present in both Yakuza 5 and Yakuza 6, he is the only character that is not in those games. And now that they're remastering those games, he's played mm. by a completely different actor. Yeah. Which is a shame, because his performance in that game and the character of him overall is a really cool character. You see, how many people out there are perfect and haven't done anything wrong in their lives uh, that, you know... I'm not I'm saying everyone's done something criminal yeah. in, in, in their lives, but, uh, you know, we are flawed as human beings. We make mistakes. We do things we might regret. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I just think... think the idea of erasing it is just I th- I acknowledge think from, it, yes, yeah. by all means. But I think from our perspective, though, you know, like you look at this and it just seems so strange to us because drugs are so prevalent yeah, it's a in different society, isn't it? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, it's a weird thing. It's a shame, though, because I was very much looking forward to that game. I, I also see from some of the people I follow on Twitter who are translating this game, mm. well, the translators for the Yakuza series seem heartbroken. Yeah, I, guess, I guess drugs as as a crime in Japan is as bad as some other more crimes we would deem yes. more, more, more serious. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think there's any comparison between it and uh, a more serious I, I think, that unfortunately, the issue here is obviously it is a big Japanese company yeah. and when they see this happening and they are forced to respond yeah. to it for their Japanese market, otherwise face criticism, I think then it affects, obviously, it being released in the West where it's less serious. Mm. It's a shame, but mm. that is unfortunately how it's going to go. I, so so we, Westerners will obviously suffer from this they won't just release the game because it's not as no because I, I think bad over here the issue is, is like even though no one in the west really cares like okay no. this guy got caught with okay that is a crime but at the same time as you say people like david bowie were <laughs> immortalized in statues have done mountains of drugs and it, it doesn't take away from the enjoyment of their work released for us in the west no, because and, they're doing it to themselves yes. with dr drugs as well. No, no one's out there hurting other people. I mean, drugs as a, they could be a byproduct, yeah. of course, but it's not as straightforward as you out there and assaulting someone, is there? No, no, no. I'm, and this is the thing. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very saddened by this, obviously, as you know. I am a huge fan of anything the Yakuza team puts out. The The weird thing is, even the, the Twitter handles for like the Western Yakuza things... Have mm. now changed themselves to Yakuza Studios to say like, "Hey, Jedi's is coming. Like this, this studio is now bigger than the Yakuza games." Mm. And I, I hope, I hope that this doesn't push that them back in. Also, I hope you didn't pick up that small burp I just made on the microphone. If I did, it's now in because I'm not Wonderful. editing it. No, no, I wouldn't expect you to. Please enjoy. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I've bought or played anything else, Tom Parry. There's a few games that I've seen recently that i'd love to play there's one called ghost of a tale which is a beautiful looking adventure game with a little okay. mouse okay in a sort of fantasy setting as you uh, travel around this castle collecting things and yeah a nice little adventure it looks beautiful actually i mean made me think initially a little bit of moss because it's a little mouse yeah, in a say. fantasy setting but uh, the level of detail in this game sort of reminded me of something like Dark Souls, even, or something like a Vermintide, perhaps. But it's got a very sort of storybook aesthetic. It's got that it. very... You, Looks very like sticks as well, that, that yeah, stealth game with the goblin. Yeah, I was literally about to say. Yeah. It's got that very like European yeah. 3D and vibe to it. not often you see many games that look like that no. nowadays. And I, I really love games that have that amount of detail and uh, personality charm. Yep. about them uh this one looks like it's really good and i've read some good reviews of it it's available now for xbox one and ps4 previously it's been available on pc i think for quite some mm -hmm. time but uh, it's about 20 quid looks good but i might wait for a sale seeing that i've bought a few games lately but really like to try it i'm trying to see where it's from apparently the ghost of a tale is mostly a one-man project uh, by Lionel galat i guess he is in french a veteran dreamworks and universal pictures animator and animation director who worked on the films such as the prince of egypt the road to el dorado mm, and wow. shark tale so the animation will be pretty good i assume so um yeah he also worked on the lorax uh, they put this kickstarter it's actually an indiegogo funded game oh oh interesting He's inspired by films and God. Secret of Nim. Inspired by the Secret of Nim, <laughs> Dark Crystal, and Robin Hood, as well as uh, Brian Jacko's Red good... Wall books. Oh, right, which yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, this is good stuff, I think. Yeah, uh, video uh, games love... such as Legend of Zelda, Dark Souls, and Ico. Yeah, uh, I love seeing games like this available because they're few and far between, so uh, I'd like to try and check this out. I might give that a go. At some point. There's great games on the horizon, very much looking for forward to Team Sign Racing, mm -hmm. which a uh, couple of or maybe one or two animated shorts have just been released. Yeah, I haven't seen them yet. That. I saw them making the rounds. Uh, I think one of the guys who was involved with uh, the Sonic Mania animations has been uh, working on that. That's so cool. The, the quality will be uh, up Top there. Notch. Mm, I'm sure. So uh, also I like to play Crash Team Racing, that remaster when that comes out. Yeah. That's uh, one that's on my uh, watch list at the moment. Cool in the gang. I think yeah. Devil May Cry does look very cool, but I'm not going to get that. If not uh, for Sekiro, I would have picked it up. 
because I do like that third-person action games. But uh, Stylish say, action. Why do I need another one when I haven't even played through Bayonetta yet? There you go. I haven't played through Bayonetta <laughs> either. But at the same time, Tom, I really like Dante and his quips. I think his quips are yeah. quite good. You're not always Dante, are you? No, Nero, you're not. and there's another new character. And as I hear well you don't actually one. play as Dante that much, which is a shame. Well, that's, that's a trend nowadays, isn't mm-hmm. it? Give the people what they want, Tom. Goth in a red jacket. That's what they think they want. <laughs> I know I want that. Anyways, uh, yeah, other than that, the last thing I picked up is actually um, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, the 3DS. Uh, hot tip, Tom Parry. That hot game tip. is slowly going up in value. I picked it up for £15 on Amazon oh, because I've fun. seen it start to go upwards of 50, 60 quid on the eBay. That, that one on PS4 or Wii U or something. Maybe. I'm not a huge fan of the series. Oh, Tom Parry. I like the Shantae I'm games. I'm sorry to say, I definitely appreciate them and... Uh, uh, style but. yeah oh well but yeah it's it's a good game in my eyes I've played it on the Wii U as well I think it was on the Wii U it probably it probably was yeah but it's um, it's going up in price I saw someone try and sell a copy for 50 quid and I was like wait I saw that cheap on Amazon so I picked it up for 15 which is a more favourable price mm. any idea when Dreams is coming out we, we... soon soon I think that's out soon that's yeah. another one that I'm interested in Biomutant as well. Yeah. That looked cool. I have no idea when that's coming out. Yeah. So they're the one on my watch list. I wouldn't mind trying Ace Combat 6 at some point. And I don't know how long away um, Beyond Good and Evil is, but that also might be. I think a long time. I think we're going to see that on our next consoles. Uh Would be my guess anyways. Yeah. Any hoodle, Tom Perry. Let's wrap it up. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can find us in a variety of places on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Tom and Matt Tack. You can find us on Twitter at Game Boil for me at Tom Parry 11 and collectively at TMA Cast. Uh, you can listen to the podcast in a variety of places also on blastprocess.com, on tomamattack.com forward slash podcast, and also in iTunes and Stitcher. While you're in iTunes, why not give us a cheeky rate and subscribe? Let us know you're listening and that you care. It's like sending flowers to us. Oh. Isn't that nice? Don't Matt you want to send us digital flowers? Daffodils. I do. I like the flowers. I like the daffodils. I'm not going into that I song. I saw them outside your house Yes, today. it's almost as if I'm a Welshman and I, I need to... Actually, so, we didn't plan If them. you want to send so, <laughs> Matt some daffodils, some virtual daffodils. just contact him, a uh, private message. And, uh, no, don't send me actual <laughs> daffodils. It's fine. I've got enough. They might smile by the time they get you. Anyways, uh, always a pleasure, Tom Parry. And oh, same here, Matthew Boyle. Until next time, everyone out there listening in video game land, game on. Game on. <laughs>